The podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. And I think you think I think you don't like me, but you know I know that's untrue. And as you think about what I think, I know I'm Hi, you are listening to the Psych Analysis Podcast, which is the podcast where we discuss psych episode by episode. With the twist being that neither Heidi nor I have seen the series before, and Tabs and Kim have. So, I'm Dan. This is Tabs. And I'm Heidi. And I'm Kim. And this is the podcast episode where we're discussing Season 1, Episode 9, Forget Me Not. So, I want to hear everybody's first impressions of the episode. Go! I really, really liked this one. Um, I loved the story of... Captain Connors and their the the relationship with him and Sean and that you know he'd kind of been a mentor for him. Right. Um, I watched it and I kept thinking, who is that girl? She looks familiar and I really like her. So I of course had to look it up. And I know this is going to come up again, but I'm sorry, you're going to have to hear it again, people. But she's my favorite of Ted's girlfriends. Oh. Victoria. This was a fantastic episode. I was really excited when I saw that... Uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Kurtwood? Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. Red. Red Foreman. I was really excited to see Red Foreman in here. That just, like, I can't not like an episode with him in it. I, I was... I was pleased with it, and messing with memory is always fun to do, right? I mean, stuff about memory. Somebody else take over. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, this was a fun episode, yeah. I, it's it's kind of neat, to the sort of affection that Sean has. We can get into that a little more later, but <clears throat> I like that about about this episode. He's sort of, you know, this affection he has for this guy. He's kind of saved him when he was young and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that, um, that reference to the, the stuff that happened in the very beginning when he was a kid was really good. The whole um, Captain Connor believing Sean and now Sean believes Connor when nobody else does. You mm-hmm. know, it was kind of nice. That actually fit much better than the turning stuff upside down thing. <laughs> it was a lot nicer. <laughs> You're going to keep going back to that, aren't you? Oh, yes. Until <laughs> I forget it. We're going to call and you I... Dan Harps on Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping on this stuff until I forget it. And me, I am like an elephant. I am fat and gray. That's not the analogy I wanted, is it? No. no. <laughs> yeah, I like I liked that this episode... You know, I've watched a lot of mysteries. It seemed like a really cool way to introduce a mystery to the detective. Like, having this person who's got early Alzheimer's remember-ish what happened, but not really. Um, I think that was a good way to introduce a a story rather than everything that we've seen a million times. Right. So, here's a good question. Did you guys believe Connor? I mean, when he first came up, like, I solved a murder. Ah, he was standing over there arguing with Mr. Murdoch. Or, I can't remember the names. Um, yeah, Elephant, right? He was over there arguing with Mr. Murdoch. Uh, did you guys believe him? Like, oh, yeah, definitely a murder. Or were you like, I bet it was something else entirely? I'm not sure I can answer that. I have no idea what I would have, what I thought when I yeah, first saw it. Yeah, I don't think I remember what I thought when I first saw it. Good one, <laughs> Kims and Tabs. <laughs> 
This this episode for sure I watched a long time ago for the first time. I I think I believed him. I mean, it was kind of like, well, they wouldn't really bring this up if he didn't really know what he was talking about. I totally didn't. You're better than me. <laughs> I was like, whatever, he's full of it. This is totally a murder that happened a long time ago. But I bet Sean's going to stumble across something big and it's going to be a murder that's similar or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was wrong. And it was all nice and heartwarming when the captain got it totally right. I wonder if anybody on the writing team has Alzheimer's or has, well, knows somebody with Alzheimer's and wanted to send <laughs> a little message to them. Could <laughs> be. But yeah. Heartwarming. It was nice. But uh, anyhow. The sign. What is it? The signs when. The, the two flyers on the pole when he pulls the, the picture off the. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Was one of them a pineapple? No. <laughs> ah. um, there's two flyers. One of them says something along the lines of lost, um, lost watch. Yeah, lost gold watch. Says. It says, <laughs> don't lose Henry. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one says something along the lines of um, looking for green arrow, green, green, whatever. Yeah, comic. from the comic that, that Gus is looking for. Right, that will Sean pay. Tor- <laughs> right. Will be any. We're mint condition. Will pay anything. <laughs> call Sean. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. Little little inside jokes for the other episodes. Yeah. Okay, so what was everyone's favorite scene or least favorite scene? What do you think was working in this episode? It's not favorite or least favorite, but it stood out to me a lot, the mountain lion scene. I don't know if you guys know this, but I am freaking terrified of mountain lions <laughs> by, like, a huge long shot. So that whole scene, I was, like, paying attention, being like, are they going to use the stock sounds that mountain lions always make? Ooh, are they, have they been poking that mountain lion? Is it big or is it small? I was freaking out. Like, what if it gets out? Freaking out the whole time. What are the stock I, science sounds? Because I've heard one in real life. I don't know what they... The stock wow, wow, wow. Oh, that's nothing at all. <laughs> they used it. Yeah. <laughs> crap. I was God. trying to decide if it was real the whole time or if it was fake. Because a couple places it looked really still. I'm... Oh. Yeah. Ugh. I thought for sure like Sean was going to get eaten by it. Well, I mean, not eaten by it, but like, oh, we're going to catch Sean and throw him where the place was that everybody's dying and sick the mountain lion on him, and then Sean's going to win by uh, doing something. Oh. I, I got nothing, but yeah, that scene. <laughs> so I both like and dislike the scene with the um, hot cocoa. And yes. The, like, one, I dislike it because, like, really, they... Like, I was looking, I'm like, their clothes look like they're totally fine. If they had been trapped for, you know, several days and eating feces and whatnot, I think they would look a little more haggard. But... They might be a little dirty, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but they get away with it just by, like, shivering. I mean, really? <laughs> Admittedly, yeah. the ranger probably had a lot on his mind and wasn't really focused on that but still at the same time it's just sort of like uh that's weak but <laughs> but i really did enjoy sean uh you know having hypothermia 
and one eat oyster crackers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They got away with a lot of scenes like that. I mean, like the warthog scene or um, when they were pretending to be doctors. Oh, my gosh. Nobody (laughs) talks like that. Right. (laughs) Nobody who is a veterinarian talks like that. I don't know what country has veterinarians that still use that language, but... (laughs) The conversation between the two of them? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was so off the wall. Isn't that so awesome, though, that Gus and and Sean, like, like, Gus totally went with it and talked in that language. It was... He's starting to... He's playing along a lot more. (laughs) He's, He's going along with this stuff. I was wondering if he quit his job this time. <laughs> you working full time for Psych yet? Um, I liked them talking to Mike's missing poster as their witness. <laughs> yes. You're muffled. Why are you muffled? <laughs> oh, that was pocket. my fault. <laughs> the part where like finally Lassiter walks in and starts talking to the poster. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's just um, a poster. <laughs> Speaking of people more lenient with Sean, geez. Let's <laughs> talk to a poster. <laughs> he got I, caught up in the moment. He did. I really liked uh, Sean and Gus lip reading. Uh, the... Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. And uh, that was the whole abs comment. Like Bruce Lee. So I think upon listening to all this, I have decided on a favorite scene rather than just a mountain lion scare me scene. <laughs> the very beginning where, um, where Sean is about to blah, blah, blah to Trish and he says, no, 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 Gus, you take this one and walks to the other room. Yes. <laughs> and he's telling Gus what to do by standing on the table and dancing and waving around like a baboon. And every time she looks back, he's back at a book. He's yes. staring at a book. Yes. That was so great. And then at the I very end, he turns the book right side the up. Right side up, yes. I love that. <laughs> and she thinks she's he's all quiet and sensitive. I know, she's like, so unlike him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the writer for this one was big and off-the-wall stuff. I gotta start charting these writers. <laughs> One thing that I didn't really like was the character of Trish. She hmm. seemed really all over the place. Like, at the beginning, it seemed like she was really, really ditzy. Just the way that she completely believed everything he was saying about, like, that he knew they were coming. And, uh, yeah. And then, later, not so much. So, she just kind of seemed... Yeah, all over. Right. Hey, maybe people are just gullible in Santa Barbara. <laughs> no offense, Santa Barbarians. <laughs> I I couldn't see it because all I saw was, oh, I really like her. <laughs> no, I agree with you, Heidi. She, her character was very, it's like, oh, she's only in a couple of scenes. It doesn't matter how she acts. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Yeah, I didn't like the end, like how she was like, you know, he, when Sean brought up the tennis ball and then she got all snarky with him, I was like, Ooh, that was weird. Yeah. Who doesn't admit the tennis ball? What's going to happen? Is her dad going to ground her? <laughs> she 
She has to pay for the I'm ostrich. So <laughs> she had like kept a serious grudge over the years. I mean, that yeah. was a touchy subject. No uh, kidding. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, what was everyone's favorite character moment or actor moment? Sean's getting the gold on this one. <laughs> His um guy's acting chops are serious. Remember when he was pretending to be a druggie? Dude, that came out of nowhere. I've never seen him do something ridiculous like that. That was great. He got his thumb in his mouth and everything, like, trying to itch the back of his mouth. Right. If I were pretending to be a druggie, I mean, I'd probably just twitch a lot. Right. Sean did great on that one. That was excellent. Also, Simba, I am your father. That, that <laughs> little bit. Great character moment. Man, that, he's got to be in other stuff. That is a great actor. I'm proud of him. Yeah, I did like that drug bit. That was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't it cool how he can like tell what's going to work with each person? Like, oh, I, I'm going to intimidate the guy at the uh, the convention from a couple episodes ago. Or, oh, no, this lady here, I'm just going to make her flustered by pretending like, oh, look out, there might be a crisis, I need help or something, and gets what he wants every time. Have you noticed that about Sean? Does he <laughs> fall under that one TV trope, Magnificent Bastard? Yet? Well, yeah, but remember, he, it didn't entirely work in this episode because he went to that party and was and he tried like That's two true. different ways, and the rich lady had nothing to do with it. <laughs> And I was actually yeah, really proud evil. of that. I forgot. Yeah, evil rich lady. <laughs> but I totally forgot that that happened. Like, I like that Sean doesn't always win people over. Right. That and that pretty... he didn't figure out who she was. Right. right. I know. She was dressed, like, in her gardening clothes or whatever. So. Right. Right. And it was nice that Gus sort of was the one who saved that moment. Like, oh, that didn't work. Now you're going to try it my way. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it was Gus's sort of like expertise, right? Field of expertise. But yes, yeah, and um, and yeah, who was thrown by that ending there? A little bit. Right. It's kind of interesting. They don't usually introduce minor characters unless uh, one of them is going to be the suspect, like later. It's never like uh, in the in Scooby Doo how they just rip the mask off a guy and it's somebody who's never a part of the show. Right. So it's like, uh, oh, did they only introduce one minor character today? Only one person whose face we saw that's a little too much to be a featured extra? That's the killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having said that, I didn't get it. Right. <laughs> I thought it was great, though, that it was two murders, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Sad. Well, I yes. Know. Well, like, when they showed, like, oh, you've known a guy for a while, and you put all this stuff in a box, I'm like, oh, tear. Yeah. Um, I was very impressed with um the actor who played Captain Connors. I think he played the the fine line between you know with people that have like Alzheimer's. The acting like they have Alzheimer's, it can be really over the top. But when he was in the police station, thinking that he was going back to his job, I thought that was great. Like yeah, it was. And then he pops Lassie. Yes. (laughs) Why isn't he in more things either? He's a great actor. (laughs) Because he'll always be red. (laughs) Yeah, he'll probably pretty much always be red. He's definitely got the chops to do other stuff, though. Much as I like to see him as red. Right. (laughs) Well, if um, Brian, what's-his-face, can do it. The guy from Malcolm in the Middle. 
And Red probably can too. <laughs> well, I really liked, surprisingly, I really like Lassiter in this episode because he was so much nicer about the whole thing than I expected him to be. Mm. And I think it's, it's because he respects this retired cop and so he wasn't as Smart. mean as he normally is. <laughs> right. Yeah, because... Like, yeah, go ahead, Dan. It's like he actually has some good qualities. I didn't see that one coming. Isn't that so weird? So goofy. <laughs> well, and <clears throat> so in the last episode, we saw him sort of aching. And I and think... shooting uh, Hummel figures. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, I think it's possible that here there's still some, you know, carryover from him just being kind of unhappy. Well, and I think Heidi's right. He respects him. And the only thing we've seen Lassiter do well is be a cop. So a retired cop, I think, would get a lot of respect from him. Yeah, totally. Trying to think about other things that Lasseter has done well besides being a cop, just to pretend to be unbiased. But no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ask Sean, he would say that even that is questionable. <laughs> right. Spoilers. <laughs> we only record one episode at a time. I mean, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Sean has made it clear his opinion on Lasseter's skill. When do you start doing the work? <laughs> Now I gotta catch that guy. <laughs> Three lines. Lines that stand the test of time. Yes. Nine episodes in. Still quoting the pilot. So it's time for favorite quotes, which is my favorite part of the episode. And I'm doing mine first, so nobody steals it. Sean, relax, I love cats, and it's been proven cats love me. Gus. Well, this cat loves to eat people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, please tell me I don't look anything like my father. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a good one. That was good. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. When uh, Sean, of course, walks into the mountain lion room and he says, it's not even the words that get me. It's the way Sean says it. Simba. I am your father. The way he said it was great. I'm going to do the other one before I steal it because I just came up with another good one. Well, you have to finish that one. The bit yeah, you have to do the rest. No, that's the rest of it. The rest was no, the you rest guys, is great. When you guys says, are reading off the IMDb no, 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 no. I wrote this and recorded down. it. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Gus responds. I don't think Mufasa said that. John says, Mufasa, Vader, called James Earl Jones. <laughs> I actually didn't catch that particular quote when I watched through it. I heard him say, Mufasa, Vader, and then, as far as I know, he was talking about the price of tea in China. James <laughs> Earl Jones, he said. It's all yeah. James Earl, Earl Jones. Jones. See? Yeah. <laughs> I was just happy with the I am your father bit. <laughs> um, let me see... I'm going to have to pick a new one. Oh, was that yours? One of them was. Owned. Um, 
Actually, I was going to do a series of uh, clicking and popping noises. <laughs> really my favorite, but I have no skills in that direction. So I'll go with this one. The, really, you're going to let the bosses run you around like that? Going to let the man hold you down? These freak <laughs> bastards with their rules and regulations. You're a human person. You need to rise up and tell them to go to hell. We can all do it together. Let us empower you. No. And she admits that she is the boss. That was the gardener. Mm-hmm. And by gardener, I mean wife, the killer. Yes. Yes. Actually, um, while I was reading that, I happened to remember another one and Google the crap out of it. I got it. You ready? I was so happy with this. Again, because the way Sean did it, Sean just did so good in this episode. <laughs> so they're at that closed trailhead and, uh, <laughs> and Sean and Gus, Sean's sitting there going, I got an idea. I, I, it might work. He jumps over the fence. It works. He's happy. Gus says, Sean, in case you're confused, close means go away. Stay out. Yes, in the negative language dictionary, which is clearly the only edition you own. But in the positive language edition, close means come in. Step over the chain. So many less people to trample all over what you're looking for. <laughs> I don't know I also have to return to the lip-reading scene. Yes. I can't fight it any longer, Father. I love Sean. I'm in love with Sean. Stop pretending to be insane, daughter. <laughs> daughter? Really he calls her daughter. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. you belong with Gus. He's smarter and funnier, plus he has abs like Bruce Lee. Okay, wait, we're going to play the lip-reading game. We have to say things that are at least believable. I am. Abs like Bruce Lee. <laughs> right. At one point, Sean says, right is right. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's watched the episode of Buffy called Ted way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Too funny. Uh, interesting aside, did Sean tackle Juliet during the chase scene? <laughs> Did that happen? People Am I the only one that saw that? I don't know. <laughs> I think he tackled her. He like veered off and was like, "Hello." <laughs> I think what I will have to watch that again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I, I was digging through this little IMDb database and I, I saw somebody comment saying his battle cry was great, and I was like, "Yeah, that happened. He totally wrecked that girl." <laughs> All right. Did you spot the pineapple? Yes. If Where's this, the pineapple? If and this is the pineapple, if this is what I think it is, I'm going to be really mad because there was no pineapple in this episode. They mentioned it. They mentioned that double counts? chocolate, pineapple, mango scones. But if that counts. No, it well, was we double chocolate, chocolate pi- mango, pineapple scone. I said double, didn't I? <laughs> oh, you did? You Okay. Sorry. It does count. (laughs) (laughs) Why does that count? We did not see a pineapple. A reference to pineapple, pineapple. guys. A reference to a pineapple in every episode. This is... You know what what else is in every episode? Sean. Sean (laughs) is in every episode. Yes, but there's there's not one point where he is in every episode. We're talking about one point. That you can what about find. that one that had two pineapples in it? Sean Ooh. is in more than twice. 
<laughs> and I told you, though, two references are very debatable. Terrible. <laughs> I thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if the writers can write such a scene as Gus delivering a warthog baby after being asked if he's allergic to placenta, which is way off the wall, if the writers can write that scene, can't they find a way to write a physical pineapple into every episode? I mean, no, it's off that's, the wall, but I, come on, they're doing it anyway. I'm pretty sure it's the crew, like the props people, and all them that have to put in the pineapple. Well, so... How come they didn't put one in this one? How come they it was did. It was <laughs> because they also put food references in, so this one counted. Terrible. <laughs> hey, get over we found this one. There's probably, yeah, you know, I haven't actually looked it up. I bet there's no find the pineapple. I bet there's not really a, pine <laughs> a pineapple in every scene. I bet this is something that you and Tabs or you and Kim, depending on who's talking, because I can't tell your voice in the part. I bet this is something that you guys cooked up just to mess with me. Well, I can't I show you any proof because to do that, you would get spoiled. So you'll just have to wait until you finish the whole show. <laughs> just on the TV TV.com uh, quotes page, sometimes it says where the pineapple is. Yes. So it's there. <laughs> I refuse to look at it. <laughs> I'm happy being right, and I don't need to prove myself wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. <laughs> Predictions, anyone? I predict that Dan will be weeping about the pineapple at some point. That was your prediction <laughs> last time. Get another one. It was not. <laughs> I don't think weeping was in the, the prediction. Slightly different. Oh, let yeah. me guess. There was no reference to weeping. You said crying instead, and that didn't count, huh? <laughs> a load of crap. <laughs> well, that was fast. <laughs> so I predict that we're going to see more of Henry's old police buddies or else someone that Henry put behind bars. Hmm. I don't actually have a prediction. I was just too wrapped up in enjoying the thing and I'm like, well, all my predictions are made. Juliet's going to do stuff. Laster's might not be a dick after a while. Oh, I, got, I got nothing. I predict there's going to be another episode. <laughs> Yay! They might possibly make it up online. I <laughs> only heard two predictions, and there's four people here. That's three. Do I only heard you, three you, predictions. You don't have one. <laughs> Your really? prediction was you didn't have one. <laughs> You're going to count the pineapple weeping prediction? That, yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> um, it's silly for me to make a prediction. I've seen the show. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. Uh-uh. <laughs> I listened to a podcast a while ago, and you made a prediction. We called you on it, but you made it. Yeah, I make predictions about you guys. <laughs> I predict that Dan will not like the season finale. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Ooh. Too bad for you, Dan. I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> you asked for a prediction. There it is. There you go. Ooh. Anyhow, 
All right. That's about all the uh, making fun of Dan that I can stomach. So thank you guys for joining us for this episode of the Psychanalysis Podcast. We will be back soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Psychanalysis is a podcast about the USA Network show Psych and is part of QuadruplesZ.com and Between the Lines Studios. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to BetweenTheLinesStudios at gmail.com or visit our website at QuadruplesZ.com. Psychanalysis is released under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative work, 3.0 United States license. Grr. Gah. Yay, me.